0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. And now, it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast U, the show that every single day reminds you why we should celebrate the people who are working so hard to make Coastal Mississippi a better place to live, work, and play. Hey, I've got a really, a really good quote that I want to share that my friend Stacy, uh Waldrop, one of the most positive people I know, what she shared. I don't have the source, but it's, uh, but it's a good one. And here's what it says. Train your mind to see the good in everything. Positivity is a choice. The happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. You know, when I read that, I thought, well, that's a good one. And it certainly has guided me through a lot of my life. It's hard sometimes, I think, these days to have happy thoughts when you're watching innocent civilians bombed in Ukraine. And, you know, that story, because of social media, because every single person in Ukraine with a smartphone can record what's happening where they are, and that's getting shared across the internet. Um, as I said multiple times on this show, the show, the the role that that media plays, and I and I really, when I say media, I mean an iPhone in the hand of a Ukrainian. The role that media plays in this war is the big underestimation. That Putin has made and it's going to it's going to rally the world together in ways that we cannot now fully appreciate. But, you know, in the old days of tyrants, you could control the message. You can't do that anymore. And Like I've said many times that um, when you have a world where one phone call can be made to Elon Musk and suddenly an entire country has Internet you know that's a it's a different world from a, from a uh, from a communications point of view that is for sure hey in the second t- half of the show we're going to be talking to Martha Allen from Extra Table about their efforts to supply uh, pantry food pantries here along Coastal Mississippi. have a, a really uh, important quote I want to share with you from Anne Frank, but we'll do that in the second half of the show. And in so, the first half of the show, we're going to visit with my friend Paige Roberts from the Jackson County Chamber. So without any further ado, let me bring Paige into the conversation and just say good morning. How are you?
1: Good morning, Ricky. I'm well. Um, you know, your remarks earlier about the Ukraine and the technology and Putin underestimating the power of it reminds me of citizen journalism, which, um, you know, goes back to the days, quite frankly, of Ben Franklin. And it's just um, powerful and and meaningful. And it also reminds me of the Egypt spring of 2010 um, and I I think it's uh, it's going to make a big difference uh, in in what's happening for the better. Is is my hope.
0: It is. Uh, I think that the, there's so much wrapped up in this. Beside the heartache, you set set the the slaughter of innocent citizens aside for a second. I think what it's going to do to to help sort of recalibrate for the average American. What a moral foundation is about, and remind ourselves the wars of the past and why we were there, the role that all has played, the complicated geopolitical situation that we all face, the history of Russia, and um, and you know why this might be happening, and the role of NATO and why that's important, and you know the role of the UN and why that is important, and I could just go on and on and on about that, but it's just like I, I think that the average person can be more engaged in these conversations than ever before because they're seeing it happen the, the thing my bigger concern is simply that they get good and accurate information because as I say on this show all the time and as you know as an as a former reporter, you know a reliably and accurately informed, electorate citizenry is really important and unfortunately too often they get they get the wrong information what's what's great about the videos unfortunately the sad videos coming out of ukraine is it's sort of hard to uh put a fake news spin on reality of what happens in the aftermath of a bomb blowing up and that's the kind of stuff people are having access today and it's sad and it's devastating and it's going to change the world
1: but knowledge is power And so we have to look at the knowing um, as important also. So, yeah, um, it's the people of the Ukraine have to be holding on to hope. You just talked about positivity as hard as that can be um, in order to survive, because that's that's what they're doing.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a. Sad situation that I hope will find its answer sooner than later.
1: (laughs) I think it brings out, um, Ricky, uh, the humanitarian in all of us, or at least I hope it does because it really is about humanity. I shared a tweet the other day from the International Red Cross because, of course, um, they are helping with the refugee situation in the various countries where the Ukrainians are fleeing. Um, And just that if... If we are present in our moment here g- globally, it should bring humanity to the forefront and, and what our basic commonalities are um, and there but by the grace of God go I. So I, yeah. I hope that it's doing that. It looks to be doing that globally, which is important um, because the technology leads us to be more selfish and self-centered. I yeah,
0: I I, isn't that true? That's true. I should remind people you have you had a terrific uh, 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 a career at the Red Cross and spent some time that you know what you're talking about as it relates to that. I do think, as I said with Ashley Edwards yesterday, it's a that's a 9-11 moment for the world. Mm. And it's, it's, you know, whereas, you know, I, I do think, too, that people have short memories, but it's going to be hard to. Mm. You know, this is one that's going to drag on for a while and it's going to, it's going to be in our face we're not going to be able to ignore it and one of the things I think that frustrates me and maybe it, you feel this too probably the average citizen feels this way certainly coastal Mississippians feel this way because we understand what it means to go to help you know go to go to help your neighbor in difficult mm-hmm. times is that we feel a little bit helpless that this is happening way over there and the world watches as as innocent people are slaughtered and it's and it's and it's difficult. It's difficult. It hits you, hits you in your soul, doesn't it?
1: hmm Yes, yes. Because a- again, it's you know, I'm a mother. I'm a daughter. Um, I'm I'm a friend, and so are the women over there. Yeah. So yeah, it it hits home in the as I said, the basic humanity of it all.
0: Yeah, it's a, a, amazing that we still live in a world today. Where human life is not cherished. It's amazing, <laughs> unfortunately. And yeah. we, it would take a lot to unwind all the conflicts that exist all around the world today. But this one is on the on center stage now because we've got a superpower well, with, who's it's making about nuclear power. Threat. Yeah. 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 Not it's good. A, yeah. Not good. So, Paige, let, we'll shift gears. Um, okay. How is life in your world these days?
1: It's good. It's good. We are, um, you know, moving, we move a little bit with the legislative session um, because we do a lot of advocating for projects uh, all throughout Jackson County. And as you know, we strongly believe in a rising tide lifts all boats. So What's good for Jackson County is good for the entire coast and therefore the state. I went up to Jackson to spend the day at the Capitol with Moss Point Mayor Billy Knight last week. And our leadership Jackson County class is returning this week um, to the capitals. Uh, and, and I'm looking forward to that. <sighs>
0: Well, I bet, I mean, I, I again, just to imagine what's on your list these days, because as I have said so many times to the people who listen, but if someone happened to miss this, that the Jackson County Chamber under Page's leadership is doing more than just the normal or, say, the average chamber role. They certainly are serving that role to bring business together, promote business interests, et cetera, but they're very, very involved in economic development, community building, and anything else that adds value to the community. So she's working very closely with the new mayor in Moss Point, working really closely with the mayor of, um, of, of uh, Pascagoula. Mm-hmm. And I would think that probably a big part of the agenda in Jackson, at least to some extent, is uh, how you might land some BP money to help do some community building.
1: Sure, the GCRF, the Gulf Coast Restore funding, um, is a big part of it, but as our legislative delegation here tells us, there are a lot of different buckets, uh, and as we know, because of the American Rescue Plan, even more um right now but there there are funding opportunities and and if they believe in the project they will help help you find uh where the appropriate funding would come from so when we go up there we have projects in the gcrf portal but we're but we're looking for whatever the best fit is for the best way um, to use tax, you know, Mississippi's tax dollars uh, for Mississippians.
0: I've often referred to this particular session as the most consequential legislative session since probably the special session after Hurricane Katrina, which obviously was one of the most important in our state's history because Mm -hmm. of lots of reasons, not the least of which was uh, making inland gaming a possibility so that Mm -hmm. the gaming uh, companies could rebuild. But you've got all this money, you've got all these debates about policy and Legislative direction, and and uh, I mean, it's it's complicated. It's a complicated time, and finding, you know, getting the attention of the leaders in the midst of all these competing objectives is really not easy. I I, no. I can only imagine how difficult that is, and. That's why we have local representation. Hopefully they're doing what they need to do in combination with what you're doing so that so that the, the spotlight can get on the important stuff that we don't lose sight of the important stuff and get the important stuff done. Hey, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Paige Roberts, the president and CEO of the Jackson County Chamber. Subscribe for free to the Coast View podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify,
1: or wherever you get your podcasts. His love for the coast is why he's here.
0: It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk, Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to COSU. Uh, I've got Paige Roberts, the president and CEO of the Jackson County Chamber, with me. And we were just talking about the multiple things that she's involved with these days. But, Paige, it occurred to me during the break. I just I just, I just, don't know why I didn't think to ask Ashley about this yesterday. But one of the bills that was being considered by the speaker and the lieutenant governor was a bill that said, projects that go through the Gulf Coast restoration fund must pass through the local committee to get scored as as opposed to going around did that legislation move forward and it, and is it still alive
1: you know, I don't know um, actually, Ricky, I don't know the answer to that and and i don't I don't necessarily agree with it oh. <laughs> with with that bill. Um, yeah. just simply because some projects timing wise don't um, we don't even know about the uh, uh, prospect of them by August thirtieth or july thirty first when the deadline to turn your application in, is so um so that's an interesting well here's my
0: point we won't debate today but my point my point about this is that when you review in the first couple of years of the Gulf Coast restoration fund too many projects are being funded that are not transformational that that are more political building a municipal building or something like that Uh if you go back and look at the intent of the of the legislation which you know well it was to build projects that will pay back that will give us that will be transformational that have true economic payback for the community these are the kind of things that we want the bp money to be used for too many of those projects though were being were being politically Created and they're not transformational, they were never scored. So, my point about it is maybe you do build into the legislation exceptions to the rule because Mm -hmm. of timing, but Mm -hmm. that my point is that all projects should be scored, and that if you're really interested in in improving the transformationality, if, if that's a word, of a project. Then you've got to improve the scoring, but you want to you you want to make sure that you are really working hard to get the best possible po- uh, best possible projects that can really change the game in coastal Mississippi and invest the money wisely. That's my. Well,
1: point. you know that's interesting too, because it's a, it is about the scoring. Um, okay, how good is the scoring? And then how how good is the advisory board at sticking to the scoring? Or not. I mean, I've, I've helped write some of these grants. And when you write them, you do have to write for three different audiences. I know. That's not, that's not good. Yeah. It, well, it's tricky, um, but I guess it just depends on where you think the final say should be. And an advisory board uh advises and the scoring team scores but then the legislators make the decision so yeah i'm not saying the it's perfect because i don't i don't think it is at all i just know that uh, the word transformational has been thrown around now for three years, and I haven't heard that great of a definition of it or a consistent definition of it. So that's yeah. just some of my concerns. So okay,
0: so yep. if we have 14 more years after this of uh, money <laughs> flowing, don't you think we should figure that out? If the intent uh, oh, is to going to be a great investment for coastal Mississippi, otherwise... We're going to use the money to throw a little, you know, political bone over here to let somebody build a new city hall. And we're going to build, you're going to do over here, we're going to build a, you know, what, you know, that's, what we need to do is we need to, we need to go to the, to the investors that you're working with in Pascagoula Mm
1: -hmm. who
0: want to do literally once in a lifetime um, mixed use developments. And they can't make the numbers work because the, the price of whatever. I mean, look right. at the price of supplies and whatever. Where, whereas some money from the state could help actually make the numbers work. And this mm-hmm. would be a way to do something to be literally transformative. That's what that's my point. Oh,
1: and yeah. And I, I fully support that. Um, I don't know if the bill, because I haven't seen it, that you're referring to um, helps with this uh, transformational.
0: I don't know like, if it does yeah. either. That's what I was asking. But but it, yeah. what it did though, it created a great opportunity for you and me to chat about it oh. and and to agree that that we've got many more years to get this right. It would be terrible if this were just a political football yes. over the rest of these years. And when we look back, we say, "Gosh, you know, we only have five projects that really." You know, had a long term payback. The rest of it was just municipal money that could have gotten through the Restore Act or whatever the situation might be. So, you know, we'll shift gears. We'll shift gears. Hey, I had the great visit with the mayor of, of Moss Point. What an inspiring man he is. Good Lord. I mean, you've got to enjoy working with him on a day to day basis.
1: Oh, I do. And as as I've said, he's thirty years older than me at eighty two and I have trouble keeping up with him. Um sometimes we're texting at eleven o'clock at night. I'm like, Do you ever sleep? Yeah. He <laughs> he just I just uh, have such fondness and respect for him that it is a joy to work with him. It's a joy to work with young Casey Vaughn and Goche on the other end of the age continuum and Mayor Willis, who was my dentist for 20-some years, and and Mayor Holloway. I've gotten to know him better. We were just at a groundbreaking for, for a bank in downtown Ocean Springs. And how exciting that we're still having groundbreakings. and. And moving forward, just despite some of the turmoil and the cost of supplies, as you mentioned.
0: Well, I've had them all on, as you know, multiple times, and, mm-hmm. and I, I think nicely of all of them. And, you know, speaking of Mayor Holloway, what I said about him, the fact that he spent time in real estate mm-hmm. and and built a real estate company, he knows what it means to add value to a community. And look, I mean, if you look at just in Mississippi right now, I think I think on a price per square foot, the homes in Bay St. Louis are going the highest right now because of mm-hmm. the New Orleanians coming yeah. over to Hancock County and buying up everything they can get their hands on. Um, but But Ocean Springs is like second or third on the list. Um, you know knowing how to add value to your community is a really important characteristic of being a mayor and then you then you think about mayor willis and and i mean here's a guy who after he stopped being a dentist, he was in i think you know, what you know consulting dentist offices or you know around i don't know maybe all over the nation
1: yes, yes. Yeah.
0: So yes. he's seen so many different communities in that experience. And now he's able to come here with a real desire to build a better Pasigula and to contribute back. And then Mayor Knight, a guy's reinvented himself how many times?
1: <laughs> Good yeah. Lord. Owned a clothing store, ran Civic Action. Yep. Yeah, Was well, a quarterback.
0: I love the story about his mother teaching him that he needs to dress for success and the, how how important that was to him and looked the part and the way he talks about it, it's just so inspiring. really it's it's really really they all have a story. They all have a story, and it's and it's inspiring to hear their stories. and you you get a sense that we're in pretty good hands, don't you? it
1: it is and 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 really good um. In hands with a lot of integrity my youngest son who is 13 in the eighth grade has gone to dinner with me at the Knights' home and he and Billy have a special relationship and I just love that yeah. you, you know what what here this 82 year old um, black man can offer my 13 year old white son just an o- all of the layers of that is just beautiful to me.
0: and don't don't think for a minute that that Billy Knight doesn't see all those layers and understand it and his empathetic ability to communicate that in a way that your son can understand it and 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 be inspired by it. Yes. who knows who knows what that will do for your son over the long haul. And here's the other cool thing about it is that Mayor Knight probably is getting as much out of it as your son is.
1: I I think so. I do. And and because the mayor is, you know, inquisitive with Oliver and, and what is he doing and is he working hard and what is he thinking about things? And Oliver's a bit of an unusual child anyway. Um, but, um, yeah, it's it's very sweet. It's it's very uh, special and poignant to me and to wow. the two of them.
0: So in the chamber in general, how things going? How's the board doing? What's, you know, you still got tons of activity?
1: Yes, we um, we have uh, found some new ways for our board to be engaged and um, it's going well. And, you um, membership we're working on, membership as always, and the trade show uh, that is coming up uh, now in May um, is, is exciting too. You know, we've had to postpone it a couple times because of the pandemic, but we feel good about that. And we've revamped our leadership, Jackson County program, um, which was important to me because I believe there's been a dearth of uh, leaders and that we need to work to develop our young people. um, and, And that's what we're focused on.
0: It has to be something that we all focus on intensively always (laughs)
1: intentionally right and and it's it's
0: so complicated there's a lot to learn and there are a lot of muscles to develop when it comes to community service so that people can figure out what their role needs to be and then uh you know as we grow these incredible leaders and you know eventually they're going to be making their mark in this in this community in ways we don't really appreciate but we want to always stay focused on education hey last word we got less than a minute left my friend
1: Oh, gosh, Um, just continue to for all of the listeners to support their small businesses and to be present in their communities um, and and to be mindful. Like you always say, uh, Ricky, in in what we can do to be a part of the solution and not the problem.
0: Uh, And that's true. Shop local for sure. Be involved. Find your role. Make your mark. Um, okay, have a great day, Paige.
1: Thanks and, for uh, you
0: too. You bet. And we'll uh, we'll see you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. A Super Talk
1: Mississippi Media Production.